Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 300, and today we're doing something a little different. Today we're trying to figure out who's going to win in a fight between She-Ra from She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, Steven from Steven Universe, and Aang from Avatar The Last Airbender. I'm GC13. I'm Sophia. I'm Ken. And I'm David. So we are here to settle a versus debate between Steven, She-Ra, and Aang. And I guess as our first step, we have to establish what kind of ground rules. I'm, I'm assuming these are death battle rules where they're all acting out of character, attempting to kill each other. Otherwise, this would be one big kumbaya ha. session very, very quickly. Yeah, no, I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, like it's three complete sweethearts, yes. Yeah, I mean, at minimum, they might subdue each other. Maybe not complete murder, because that's, like, intense, but, yeah. Yeah, like, like KO is an option. Um, but completely, like, defeat, yeah. And we're also having these characters at their strongest points, so Steven is going to be as he was shown in fragments in Steven Universe Future, I'm assuming? Yes. I can stand by that. I would say have them however you think they are at the end of the series. So if you think Steven is capable of returning to the fragment state just on command, then yeah, I guess you could just assume he has those powers. But if for some reason you think he can't do that, then um, hmm. then I guess no, he wouldn't, if that makes sense. So I have a question. Um, how much did we learn about Aang and Legend of Korra? Very little. I mean, he became a realized Avatar. For Aang, I was assuming we were just going to use him at the end of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. So, like, Yeah, when he defeated the Fire Lord. Yeah, yeah. he was pretty potent. But without the comment, without the comment. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But can he, like, energy bend well, she out of Adora? Wait, well, so we can establish some mm. powers here. I think with Aang, he proved that he could remove people's bending. And even though maybe right at the end when he did that with Ozai, maybe he couldn't always do that on command, but he definitely learned it by the time he was 40. I'm going to go with that he probably could do it here. So I'm going to use well, that power okay, in okay, consideration. Okay, okay. So the thing is, like, for him to be able to remove somebody's bending, he would have had to have already subdued them. So it's not that relevant. Yeah, he has to have won the fight. Yes. That's true. He has to trap them somehow first and get his hands on their forehead. So there's that. But also we'll have to consider if the powers that Steven and She-Ra have even fall in that <laughs> but i mean i would think that shira would be more of a spirit than bending but again it doesn't matter since he has to win the fight before he can do that anyway yeah so i just want to say yes because it's fun but regardless <laughs> sure also arena so like if they're in space two of our three heroes are dead period right so it has to be on earth question mark shira can survive in space and i'm pretty sure fragment steven can as well I don't know if he can Maybe? survive. He can if the bubble. He would have to keep himself in the bubble. Hmm. He's a beefy boy when he goes full pink. Yeah, when he goes full pink, I don't know. Does he have? He might need to give himself like a little aura spacesuit, like Shira did. Hmm. <laughs> but we're not. We're not having it in space. We're not having it. In space. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, how can you airbend in space? Like, it's not. It's not gonna happen. So on on a planet made of Earth and trees and water and oxygen. So we have no civilians around. Two characters that so okay, so we're talking Aang in the Avatar state at the end of the last airbender. We're talking Steven in his pink form if he so chooses to get that intense in fragments. And then we have She-Ra as She-Ra as we saw her in season 5. 
jumping around in space. Okay, so Shira, I think, is also important to like nail down exactly what version. Because in the last episode, in the last few minutes of Shira, I think she's a lot stronger than she is throughout the rest of the series after they unleash the magic that was hidden in the center of Etheria. Mm. But they don't really show us how. Aang, I think, of the three has the most consistent power level. He doesn't like somehow lose his ability to bend any element or bend in a certain way because he's like emotionally compromised. His powers aren't very well, the avatar state is. So let's say this is Aang able to get into the avatar state at will, is what we can agree on. Yeah. And he's very I vulnerable. believe he can do that by the end of the series. Yes. So yeah, I think that's reasonable. Yeah, so the so Aang probably has the most consistent powers. Both Shira and Steven kind of have their ups and downs with them being much more powerful depending on the emotional state that they're in. So do we want to put it on like even playing fields or do we want to include that as a factor? Well, I mean, on... if the fight is on Etheria, then like what Ken was saying with Shira, you know, then she would have access to the heart of Etheria and that like unbelievable amount of magic. But if not. I mean, I don't even know. Like, I have to think, how do these three even exist in the same universe, right? And what if if they're on Earth? This is such like <laughs> such like a nerdy thought process, but it's like it is necessary. But I no, can, it's very necessary. <laughs> like, how? Yeah, yeah. What? What world? Like, first of all, I think magic is an important consideration because in Avatar: The Last Airbender, they very firmly in the first episode say that bending isn't magic. But I think for the purposes of thinking about this. I want to know if we consider Steven's gem power, Aang's bending, and She-Ra's access to magic all part of the same, like, universal energy, or if sure. they're very That's why separate I was saying, spaces. Like, I would totally be uh, willing to suspend disbelief on Aang being able to take away the powers of at least She-Ra, probably Steven. I'd say yes, Steven. I'd say yes, Steven, because we saw almost that exact same thing happen with the, the Rejuvenator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he can reach into, like, if, you know, Aang's is a very, like, spiritual world where the energy is sort of everywhere. So I can imagine that you could, like, block a gem's chi, you know, perhaps, as yeah. well as maybe entirely remove it. But whereas removing the energy from Shira would just result in Adora, I think he would kill Steven if he, uh, you know, like shut down <laughs> no, the energy. No, no, no. He would just be like right how we saw in the movie. He would just be like how we saw in the movie. He would. Well, it was partially functioning then, though. It was still like glowing well, a little bit. Well, I think in the movie, Steven lost his magical abilities, but he still had the the gem providing enough power for his him to have normal boy body. Did we did we decide if we're doing bloodlusted yet or not between <laughs> their personalities? <laughs> I would prefer bloodlusted, personally. All right, all right. So they're just full on bloodlust. So raging Adora versus fragment Steven, and is does the Avatar state even have moods? I, I think that is bloodlusted, isn't it? Yeah, but like Aang if you can not control in it, control then you can of the like... Avatar state, right? So so Aang earlier in the in the season when he has no control over it, like like fit like when he was the fish. And, and killed her whole well that wasn't that was different that <laughs> was the ocean spirit working with his powers yes, but doing like it. did commit murder <laughs> um, <laughs> it was very unclear you know like jet well zhao for sure is dead i mean zhao kind of had that coming yeah by his own hubris we could put on some idea where they're on some earth-like adjacent planet right that's neither of their native planets 
and like they all retain their powers, but like don't have any Duh. additional powers, right? So yeah. Aang can't team up with a spirit or anything like that. Oh, um, I didn't even consider that possibility. Thing. Like connection to the spirit world could be a legitimate power. Mm. He doesn't usually do that, though. That's very circumstance dependent. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be unfair to give that to him now without giving Steven and Adora situational power-ups, and then we'll be I here mean, all day writing those. Steven, though, could have a whole organic army, at least, to go against a spirit army. I don't know about She-Ra. Mm-hmm. I mean, she does lead the Princess Alliance. So oh! Steven just starts <laughs> licking the ground to create, like, minions to help him fight. Oh, I think absolutely an organic army would be part of the equation. Yeah, I, I, I would assume so. It's it's on an Earth like planet, you know, that's full of organic life. I mean, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give a spoiler right now. I don't think Aang and Adora working together could take out Fragment Steven. Ooh. So if you want to give our boy a power up, I'm okay, it's your funeral, but I, I think that Aang actually has it the worst. You say he's the most consistent, but I think he has the consistently weakest power level of the bunch no i agree with gc here i think me and gc are on the exact same page i think this is an absolute smash for steven and it's like not even close to be honest okay fragment steven so what about fragments the thing is that makes him so powerful is that he can heal himself right that's the biggest yeah i mean she She and steven have also heal herself but if she takes a hard enough hit she'll just turn back into adora I mean, Steven in his ordinary body, before he's had intensive training under Jasper, can still create craters in solid rock and then get out without even having felt it. Well, so so can She-Ra, and so can Aang, and he wasn't even in the Avatar state. Like, in in, in the Crossroads of Destiny, like, he, he, he was being thrown to into solid rock and creating, like, craters, and that was just his normal human body. So, like, uh, the consistency of, like, who can take the most blunt force damage, it seems that everybody can kind of take some blunt force damage. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, in Adora's world, even Bo can land dozens of feet on the ground and just be like, ow, I'm gonna feel that one tomorrow morning, (laughs) so. Yeah. They're all made of tougher stuff than we mere mortals. Yeah, I mean, but also, uh, She-Ra has a sword, which is good for stabbing, which is a bit harder to write off for plot reasons. Hmm. Her range, her anti-air ability is very poor, and Aang and Steven both have this annoying tendency to not let you touch them if they don't want you to. Well, so that's what I was thinking with Steven. Yeah, Steven has his bubble. I think, like, with Steven, you would have to get a really good, really accurate shot to his head to (laughs) knock him out. Because he can be knocked out. Yeah, because, well, otherwise, he can manipulate time. I mean, Steven has evasive powers from his mom, right? Like, he can just slow down time, so he has complete time to figure out whatever he wants to do, and if he's in bloodlust mode, then I guess he can just go snap either of these two's necks. Um, I mean, alone, (laughs) pretty much the the time manipulation power is really overpowered, to be honest. Like, that alone gives him the ability to basically deal with the problem even passively if he wants to. However, if we're going to say that they had to have shown in show that they were in control of it. He never showed to be in control of it. So maybe he doesn't know how to slow down time all the time. That. Yeah. Cause it, be if helpful. Steven can slow down time, instant winner. If Steven cannot slow down time, it's a little bit more level on the playing field. 
We seem to be focusing an awful lot on Steven. I mean, I'm just wondering what defense other than sheer toughness does Adora have against Aang just deciding to cook her with a fire spray? Um, she seems resistant to most types of damage and can heal herself. Yeah, I think magic mode Shira is pretty resistant to elemental powers. I don't know. I like, guess we never saw. I don't think she saw. could take on like extended blasts of fire, but she could resist it for at least a few seconds. I think. Like if if Aang went just full Avatar fire blast onto Shira, like I think after about five seconds, she's probably getting cooked. But she'd probably be okay up until then. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not saying She-Ra is weak, because in one of the first episodes, she takes a shot from an anti-tank round, and it only knocks her unconscious, so... Yeah. She-Ra's a beefy girl. She-Ra also can make a shield, for whatever that's worth. I mean, it's not, like, great, but in terms of, like, amping up her already high defense, it's it's something. I Yeah, I think magic versus bending, though, is definitely hard for me to wrap my mind around, like... I I mean, magic would, I guess, kill Aang, maybe. I mean, she can at least make them into, like, vertical slices or whatever. She was blowing up ships that way. But with enough force, it does seem like Aang could pretty much win as long as he can, you know, air nomad evade magical blasts. Yeah, both Steven and Aang can fly. She-Ra can stick to meteors. <laughs> yeah, um, she can kind of float around in space. Yeah. Yeah. Shira can like not require oxygen, so Aang can't like suck the air out of her lungs, really. Ooh. Just going for the asphyxiation. I guess you could asphyxiate Steven. That's that's cold. Oh. Uh, well, long enough to just knock them out. You don't after like three to five minutes without breathing, you'll be KO'd, but like you'll still live, right, if you suddenly start breathing afterwards. Aang though. I think he can objectively take the least amount of hits. Like, even with the sure. the plot, you know, throwing him onto the ground uh, stuff that they were doing in the show, like, he is a normal human boy who can only, you know, get his ribs broken sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was literally lightning. killed yeah. by lightning. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. Weak to lightning. Um, I don't think either of the two can conjure up lightning, but I think it's safe to say that a sustained and powerful magical attack, be it Shira's sword projectiles or whatever Steven could dish out, would take Aang out if it was just one hit. Yeah, I don't think it was anything special about the lightning. It's just that it was a very powerful, very well-aimed shot. Yeah, and it went from his back through his foot, which goes through all your major arteries. <laughs> all your arteries. Yeah. Um, like, not just the, the dysrhythmia, the electrical current would cause with your heart, but it also just, like, fry all of your blood. Um, not fun. Oh, man. It's, it's really too bad Aang didn't learn bloodbending, because, again, so yeah. Steven can manipulate people's minds. So I don't, now, Steven does have to go unconscious for it. We haven't seen him just straight up, you know, take, take people, uh, in control while conscious, but... Yep. If he's yeah, that's able, White's job. I mean, he can like evade them by slowing down time and then just quickly fall asleep, which only takes a few guitar strums, yeah. and then he can, you know, just take over them and then, you know, do whatever he needs to do. And he's already killed watermelons that way. He's completely comfortable with taking over someone's body to the point of killing them. So, 
Well, even only that's if been demonstrated. <laughs> right, something. only if they're completely conscious, real living beings <laughs> that happen to be yeah. made of watermelon. You know. Yeah, exactly. Th- that he'll then eat afterwards. Um, <laughs> but I'd say that's not the best. Like the most powerful, it's not. It's not the game changer for him because he would need to knock himself out, and he he is never shown to be in any way in control of that power. He wasn't controlling yellow and blue diamond. Like he was, it took him everything he had just to get a message through. But yeah, he probably would go into that state when he was unconscious. And I'm not sure if I think Ang would be more resistant than Adora would be. Oh, I disagree. But she has shown some mastery over spirits herself, so they would probably both be about as difficult to get through to as yellow and blue. Yeah, they're both insanely powerful. Um, so, so, so thinking Aang in their sort of emotional resilience and mental strength versus, uh, She-Ra. Aang, I think, would win. Not by a lot, but he would win. Like, he did the whole meditation with the guru and yeah. stuff. So he has yeah, some training that, like, Shira has never been put through, like, mindfulness training. That's fair. Like, if she had done some meditation with Perfuma, I'd be like, okay, they're on even <laughs> playing ground, but Aang has training in this department. So I would say Shira. He spent his entire early childhood yeah, building up that kind of mindfulness. Yeah, he can resist the freezing Arctic just because he knows how to breathe right. Like, he definitely has more. There was some Avatar state his, power his going on. state than Adora would. Well, and he resisted Ozai. I guess none of them need oxygen, do they? Because apparently Aang doesn't need oxygen either. Oh, really? He survived in an iceberg. Oh, that's no, true. That was, that, that, was, uh, that was like Avatar state slumber. He doesn't need oxygen as long as he is not moving and not aging. Okay. Right, like he can't fight and not breathe. Wait, but time. can Aang win through the ultimate act of passiveness? <laughs> can he just <laughs> bury himself in the ground? Right, like go just, into he an just... iceberg stasis and then yes. watch Shira and Steven <laughs> age to death. Yes, he could win by aging. Exactly. Burrow in the ground and that's it. We don't know if Steven could die of old age, though. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's an open question. So if Ang, <laughs> if Ang goes in the ground, but Steven could just keep waiting. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no. What if Ang goes into the ground and then Steven, after killing Adora, calls in a favor and has a cluster? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like Steven has experience <laughs> digging into the ground. Um, <laughs> it's I'll really give him the old sight. <laughs> I love special. that we've gotten to an underground battle now. Like. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah, like, just like, nowhere like the, in this the, fight. <laughs> the siege, right? If if Aang was able to cryogenically freeze himself, he Shira's screwed because she can't. <laughs> she will die of old age. Steven might. We don't know if he can die of old age. Probably can't, because that would be whack. Like now, just yeah. Because then, what happens to the gem? Like pink Steven running around, like permanently traumatized. Just screaming at people whenever they say hi to him. Wait, yeah, what if the de- what if the gem lives? That could be, I mean, what counts as Steven living? Like, what if they kill his body, but they don't shatter the gem, and now there's just pink Steven forever? So Steven has two lives, like a video game character? Right, right, like he might have two chances to win this fight, which again puts him at the top. I don't know. Although She-Ra, She-Ra and Hank live forever. Through their reincarnation cycles. I just... Yeah, oh my so you could never truly kill them. Well, okay, so imagine... 
Because the only person who can truly disable a gem without shattering it is another gem you have to bubble it. Which was never completely addressed. I don't know. Like, if you defeat Steven, are you going to have to shatter him? Like, in his in his process of being, of his body dying, are you going to have to take care of his gem too? Hmm. Well, we see what the gem is like when it's separated from Steven. So if his body died, then presumably, if the gem does anything, then it's just going to be that, like, weakened, barely unable to survive, I guess, unfinished fusion of Steven, which is pretty easy to defeat, I would imagine. Oh, uh, no, I'd say, like, batshit crazy, you know, rage gem Steven might have a better chance at taking out Shira and Aang together, because he's now out for blood. I, I do have a, just a statement an addendum to our rules, I should say, since we're talking all of this stuff about Steven's gem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're assuming that Aang's ability to earth and crystal bend yes. does not mean that he can just crush Steven's gem from a distance, right? I just had that same thought. And here's the thing. King Boomy was able to bend that crystal-like thing that was apparently also edible. But, like, all gems are made of completely earthy material right like they are made of compressed i mean we see it right that's how the injectors work they actually use the material of earth alone just good old rock and now i'm thinking that steven completely loses this battle at least against ang because i'm i'm I'm, you know what i'm voting in the category of that he could just rip steven apart in an instant with uh yeah with i'm convinced honestly i hadn't thought about that at all ang can crystal bend steven's gem out of him Oh, out, oh, I mean, then, just completely yeah. destroy the gem. Maybe even beyond a point of shattering. Like, he could just... Powderize it right then and there. Yeah. I don't know. Remember, none of none of those things that they bend have wills and power of their own. Yeah. So... Yeah, but can gems uh. defend themselves? That gem is very strong and is attached to somebody who knows how to use magic. It's also a... It's also diamond. It's, like, physically the strong... The hardest material on earth it's also not clear that ang would know to even try to do that which is another thing i don't know like how Mm. much knowledge these people have part of death battle rules is that they have no prior knowledge of each other unless otherwise stated in canon so if steven has his shirt on yeah then ang wouldn't try that as long as steven has his shirt on he's safe right until his shirt flows in the wind i would say after a couple minutes of fighting these two it would be i don't know because you'd see his gem glowing well, and Ang can feel. He already he demonstrates the echolocation, so he would echolocate that earthy material. It's not echolocation. He's not screaming. Oh wait, yeah, it's not echolocation, except for in the the Ember in Island the play. players yeah. version. <laughs> um, it's it's seismic vibrations. Yeah, si- seismic detection. Sonic vibrations. He's he's a living seismograph. But no, I, I think it should work like items do in Dungeons and Dragons, where if it's unattended, it has one difficulty to destroy. But if it's being held by a character, then the character makes it hard. Basically, just being attached to that character makes it harder. Yeah, I think if like Aang managed to gain the knowledge that Steven's gem was Earth, right? Because he would he would seismolocate and figure it out. You know, and maybe maybe Steven like screams for the crystal gems and he's like <laughs> Crystal Crystal just echoing in his head. Isn't that redundant? <laughs> he could just like punch <laughs> Steven's gem through his back or something. I don't 
Oh my gosh. Again, I think the fact that it's attached to Steven, Steven might have something to say about that. Steven's very magically strong himself. He should be able to resist whatever Aang tries. It's just like we're letting Adora magically resist fire. I mean, he wasn't able to resist White Diamond's giant fingernails. Yeah, well, I do think what Sophia said, so maybe he can't, maybe Aang can't bend the, maybe he can't destroy the gem straight up, but he would be able to remove it because White Diamond's fingernails removed the gem from Steven, no yeah, problem. Yeah, pull it out and in that sort of moment of confusion. She's enormously strong, though, and had him in her power the whole time. I mean, I don't, I guess White Diamond is physically strong. I don't know how strong her nails were. I guess they could have been made of diamond as well, you know, if we're going to dig into it. <laughs> I mean, what else would they be made out of? Uh, yeah, yeah, very true, very true. But Ang Avatar State can, you know, just rip open the earth and volcanoes spewing. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I'd say for being able to dish out just raw power, Ang and Steven are pretty evenly matched. Um, but when it comes but to being able glass to cannon. take blows, Steven and Adora or Shira are pretty evenly matched. Aang can't take a lot of blows, but he can dish out a lot of damage. Shira can't dish out that much damage, but she can take a lot of hits. I think Steven can take more than Shira can. Especially if you yeah. give him the, uh, his bubbles, like for sure. Yeah. I mean, is there anything secret we're missing about Shira? Because I feel like now Steven and Aang have had their moments in the spotlight, but I, I feel like Shira is seriously lacking in. What I would say in favor of Shira is if she has the, the heart of Etheria boost at the end, like she comes out, she doesn't do much. We don't see her for very long. She's able to like terraform like this very large area. She's basically able to like nuke uh, a satellite that's in orbit, uh, yeah. like instantaneously, <laughs> um, with like plants and crap. So, I mean, that's actually an incredibly, I think, valuable yeah. feat. And she could take out Aang like pretty effortlessly if she's able to do that on command. I don't know what that would do to Steven necessarily. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you would need to be able to subdue your enemy long enough to either knock them out or kill them. With Steven, if you <gasps> manage to separate his gem and his body, that's like the perfect window to take him out. Because his body's not going to be able to do anything on its own. Now it's just a human being. And then the gem, you would either bubble or shatter. Here's my pitch. What if the heart of Etheria in this scenario is Steven's gem? And... Adora slash Shira realizes that she can just pull the magic, source it from there, and rip it out of his gem. I'm just saying. Anything's on the table. Hey, what if what if what if I just took this part of the script that says Steven wins <laughs> and I just erased that and wrote She-Ra instead? I mean, it is true that if we write fanfiction, then we can have, I guess, whatever ending we want. But I like I don't know. If we're writing fanfiction, I don't care. They're all holding hands and singing Kumbaya, so this can't be fanfiction. I don't know. I think if you give her physical access, if she can somehow get her hand on the gem or be close enough, I think she could source some some energy from it. Yeah, yeah, I I can agree with that too. Like if it's all the same vein of magic and they're able to influence each other one way or another, we could say Aang can energy bend the powers out of She-Ra and Steven, and then She-Ra can source power from the magic in Steven's gem, and Steven can probably influence them psychologically? I don't know. What are, what are yeah. Steven's magical influences on others? It, it would be the organic life control is all I can think. Yeah, yeah, but the, the, that goes without saying. Like, they are yeah. also alive. Right. 
but he's never used his organic life control to like i don't know give somebody a heart attack like it's only <laughs> ever been used for healing yeah yeah he's such a good boy like he can generate energy you know things right weapons and shields and spikes but i feel like he doesn't have much else whereas shira you know like the other princesses pull power from rune stones i just don't see i feel like steven's gem is essentially just another rune stone at this point but the princess has had to establish a connection to them. If Shira has some mystical thing that she can do to reach out, like we don't even know where Shira's powers were sourced from. She seems to be able to tap into magic wherever it is, right? And I guess in yeah. the case of the Heart of Etheria, it was unleashed in some way. I don't know what could cause the magic of Steven to be unleashed, but it might, it's, it's mm. definitely a long reach because otherwise I'm just feeling bad for Shira yeah. in this fight right now. Especially because if we're considering Steven's gem to be functionally a runestone, I mean, there's apparently no way to destroy runestones or forcibly cut a princess off from her runestone, even if you have physical access to it, because otherwise the Horde would have done that to Mermista. Yeah. They would have done that to Glimmer. They tried doing it with Glimmer. No, they captured Bright Moon and Glimmer kept her powers. I'm trying to think, like, Shira, Shira seems to have like greater galactical magical influence. Like she's not necessarily the champion of Etheria only. She seems like the champion of all magic in the universe, at least in their universe. So I feel like gem magic is definitely something that if she was able to influence in any way, she could. Right. Right. I mean, she blasted Horde Prime out of whoever he'd taken over and like destroyed him then and there. So I feel like if she could get her hands on a subdued Steven, she could at the very least like jam up his systems. But again, that's doing a fatality after you've already won the fight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do think, you know, maybe less reaching. I think her magic could disrupt all of Steven's magic, right? So maybe the bubble is completely ineffective, for instance, and she could also slice through any of the other things. I don't know if Aang's elemental powers would be able to pierce a strong enough shield. I Although I guess physical force can break them apart. No, because he's, he's, he's just literally throwing rock. Right? Yeah. His energy bending is the only real magical thing. But technically only Korra does true energy bending, where she straight up redirects raw universal energy. With the spirits, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, Aang didn't know how to do that, so we don't have to factor that in. Hmm. I mean, she gets too close to him. He can do that screaming stuff. That's pure sonic damage. That's not magic. That's just he's making their ears bleed very loudly. Yeah, I would say. Okay, so this is gonna start. This is not my final verdict, but it is starting to push towards what I'm going for. Aang, while insanely powerful, is not gonna last long because his avatar state powers do not make him do not really heal him. They make him a very big threat, somebody you'd concentrate on first. They make him a huge threat. So if the battle's going to last a very short time, Aang probably has a better advantage, but he can't really take that many hits, versus both Shira and Steven can take some pretty intense hits. Steven has shown to take crazy nasty hits. It may stun him for a while, but I don't think we've seen them knock him out in in future, have we? No, I mean, the last time he was knocked out, I think, was when Yellow gave him the foot stomp. Yeah, when she stepped on him. So, yeah, but Shira, on the other hand, has taken hits hard enough to put her back in Adora. 
So I feel like Steven is not the hard winner, but he does have an advantage. It's, it's more like now because the, the floor is pretty even with these guys, like now the context of the battle matters a lot in who's going to win. Like you could easily have, um, Shira or Aang win if there was something against Steven in one way or another or something in their favor. I don't see Aang winning in any situation. <laughs> I would say, so the path for Shira winning, in my opinion, is that if Aang somehow is able to just instantly crush Steven's gem or like remove it or do whatever to immobilize Steven, then Shira wins versus Aang in a one-on-one fight, in my opinion. And then short of that, I think Steven really can just crush the other two, whether I guess Shira has Heart of Etheria or not. Uh, I think by end of Steven Universe Future, Steven probably can control uh, the time thing. We don't have like direct confirmation about that, but I think that's a reasonable enough assumption. And then he can like hit hard enough that he can pretty solidly kill uh, the other two. <laughs> so yeah, I think Steven is the winner here. And then Shira has a path to victory, but it's very narrow. And then I don't see any situation in with Aang winning personally. Well, if Aang explodes a volcano, right, and floods the both of them with lava, if he can pull that off... Oh, well, maybe. Right. But he has to pull it off fast, right? Because, again, Steven's yeah. time thing is everything. It's everything. Yeah. Like, I think Steven's time thing could only really kick in if he was pushed to that level, right? So if, you know, Aang just took out Shira because he just, like, threw half a volcano on her <laughs> and Steven's running away from it, like, he may be able to tap into that power. Yeah, I would say if Aang can explode or erupt a volcano and direct the lava onto his two opponents fast enough and accurately enough, yes. Like, if he can deal a super hard blow very accurately right at the beginning, he could probably end up on top. Short of that, he's got a huge disadvantage. Because, yeah, both Shira and Steven can deal some intense damage on him. And again, they only really need to hit him hard once. And he's out. Yep. Poor Aang. Why do avatars have to be so fragile? <laughs> right? It just takes a little bit of mercury. What? <laughs> Whoops. Okay, my pitch is Aang, for me, if they don't start out within you know, just like five feet of each other, right? Like if the context for this battle starts them off far enough apart, I'm still behind the idea that Aang can go completely hidden in the earth and then they will, if not dying, will become bored. I don't think they can stay in rage mode forever. Steven still needs to eat, make sandwiches, hang out with Connie, like do some stuff, you know, might go back through his dimensional portal. You know, assuming this is all in some other dimension, because he heard he had to kill two people to save the world, you know, and then he just got over it and did it. And Shira easily will get bored. I mean, Adora, we know she's yeah. dumb. I underneath. love her, but she's got, she's ADHD queen. She is not yes. sitting there for a long time. Like, <laughs> no. I mean, if, if Aang just disappeared. Yes. Right? Like, they would have to 1v1 each other. And I think Shira versus mm -hmm. Steven. Right, so if we're just going to now go on, like, the three combinations of right. the matchup. So Shira versus Steven, what are, what, are, what are the unique advantages and disadvantages in this situation? Um, oh, they can Steven both heal. much stronger than her. Steven is a crazy powerhouse. But if Adora was on Etheria, 
they might be more evenly matched as far as damage they can dish out or just influencing the world around them. I agree with that. Yeah. I feel like Steven has, has an advantage in that situation. Um, because, you know, he can take a bunch of hits, but Adora, after a couple, might get put back into her Adora state. And then, I don't know, Steven can just grab a shovel and go oh after Aang. <laughs> <laughs> the shovel is just, he's presuming they're already dead. Oh my god. Yeah. And then, okay, so then Steven versus Aang. Yeah, I think the same applies. Definitely Steven wins that one. Unless Earthbending. Unless Aang can get a volcano off, right, and throw him into the, the Earth's core or something. Or if he can remove the gem out. I mean, he could get the gem out and just have that happen over a volcano. That would be convenient. And then the gem can just tumble into, or a fissure in the Earth. If Aang can stay untouchable long enough to figure out that Aang's gem is made of crystal and figure out how to bend it, he may be able to get an upper hand long enough to truly dispatch Steven. But unless those things play along, I think Steven definitely has the advantage over Aang. And then Aang versus Shira. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, I want to give that one to Aang, actually. Yeah, I think he could hold her off long enough and then take her power away. I feel like this is the most physical of the fights. Yeah, earlier I said I couldn't see Aang beating Shira, but yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's maybe a little closer than I think. I think Shira can take a lot of hits from him, and definitely if Shira can land one hit on Aang, I think it's over. But he can keep her at bay. Yeah, he's a master of evasion. Yeah, Aang, Aang is slippery. Yeah. yeah that's Aang true. is slippery and can fly. So again, it really depends on who's lucky enough to land a solid blow. If Aang can get like Shira's foot trapped in the earth or something long enough for him to get down and start doing some energy bending, or if Shira can land one solid blow on Aang's body. Yeah, because Aang can bend Earth around her and trap her and crush her, whereas with Steven, Steven would just break out. Shira could also break out. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty strong. Maybe not as quickly, but I'd say for sure she can she, she can destroy boulders. She has, in the first season. Shatter boulders easily. Yeah, and she can magic shatter mm. too. Like, I don't know if we explicitly saw it, but I just imagine seeing her trapped in the same way that Ozai was trapped. She could just kind of glow and, you know, do an energy pulse, a magic pulse, yeah. and get out. Yeah, so so it would really depend on who is... So Aang would need to solidly trap Shira, hit either to stun her or hit her long enough to turn back into Adora or to just be stunned for a little bit to either do energy bending or... I don't know, right? Because the energy bending would absolutely... would probably work. I don't know. Who knows? Or he could just kill her. So yeah, Aang and Shira, I would say pretty evenly matched. It's not going to be a long fight, though. Yeah, Aang versus Shira is definitely the most interesting one-on-one. Yeah, because Steven, Steven's just so crazy overpowered. Like, even without the time manipulation, he can take so many hard hits and can dish out so much damage. This is true. Alright, so do we have final verdicts? Well, my final verdict hasn't changed. I think Steven takes this one. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say, if if he had odds stacked against him, one way or another, for example, if he did not have as much control of his powers as we originally thought, if he was on Etheria, or if, I don't know, he was in the spirit world, he might not be able to hold them off as well. He may lose the upper hand and be defeated. If Adora and Aang teamed up against him... Ooh! Hunger Games it. They team up for a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So now now we can't even have final verdict because 
<laughs> because now we can have the idea that they team up, and now we have to consider all six, or how many pairings are there? Or I guess it's still three pairings. Steven <laughs> teaming up with anybody else is, is a no-brainer, but the two, yeah, yeah. two against Steven. Um, could they win? <laughs> okay, really fast mental exercise. I think that all the reasons that Steven was able to overpower Shira and Aang individually still apply when they're doubling up. Like, the things we talked about where it's like, takes a precision hit, etc. I feel like still apply. I'm not sure if She-Ra and Aang have anything special combined, like if they help enhance each other at all. Like, I guess Aang can help launch She-Ra on like a rock or something. I mean, if there's anything I've learned about how 2v1s work in cartoons where two weaker people fight one stronger guy... Is it that never helps. It doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't really <laughs> help. The stronger guy still wins. Yeah, but in like actual real life dish outs, it, splitting your attention is so detrimental. Like if you, if you are one person and you have multiple well, Good opponents, thing for Steven that they're all cartoon characters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Does Hear it, me out. Cartoon logic actually ends up applying to this fight. Right, so if it were actual cartoon logic, they'd all be having a birthday party by the end of it. Yeah, if it were cartoon logic, they'd be doing my kumbaya thing like I want them to do. Yeah, so they badly, wouldn't have even so. started fighting in the first place. They, like Steven would have been like, "I really like your tattoos," and Ang would have been like, "Thanks." <laughs> and then, <laughs> right? What if the winner is friendship, and we just have excluded yeah, that? Right? Obviously, yeah. we are completely and entirely throwing out the themes of these three shows in favor of uh, <laughs> my dad can beat up your dad. <laughs> Well, maim and murder, and I mean, we've described a lot of very awful things that yeah, they would do to um, each other. But it's fun. Okay, so She-Ra and Aang together, simply by the fact that it is 2v1, I feel like they could win simply because having your attention split is so detrimental to your ability to fight. Like, Steven is honestly better off literally just focusing on one and then taking out yeah, the other. He kills Aang, shrugs off Adora's weak hits, and then kills Adora in a much more No, because battle. while he's busy <laughs> trying to take out Aang, She-Ra can come in from behind and impale him. Her sword's not going to penetrate his skin on the first attack. Uh, I think, I think swords can pierce Steven. And then you could shatter his gem, maybe. Well, it is a diamond, though, and swords apparently aren't great at shattering gems well she's going to be attacking him in the back so his you're going to have to go through his body to hit his gem yeah but like you you okay you take out his body right and as he lays dying on the floor <laughs> i don't think she can get through his body yeah, yeah she has to like, cut oh, this out is made the of gem. diamond here ang yeah take here his. toss it before it reforms right it's starting to glow and it's starting to float away and he's like put that thing in the magma <laughs> Shira could probably make a diamond cutter out of her sword, just saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. She can just straight up transform it. Yeah, she can change her sword. Okay, so then assuming Steven is dead, then is your final verdict on Shira or Aang once they're pitted against each other? Oh, um, final verdict. Shira. But not by much. Like 60-40 at most. Because again, it depends on luck on who can really land a solid blow. Shira can take a couple more. But she can't lay them out as hard. If Aang is smart and immediately keeps his distance and throws projectiles mostly and just focuses on dodging and pinning Shira. But I don't think if they don't know anything about each other and are just going full blast trying to deal as much damage as possible, Shira would probably win. Because Aang would need to be smart to win the fight. If he does not have the information that he needs to win, then he probably won't. Oh, Aang's gonna be pretty diligent about avoiding hits, because he knows how weak he is. But he doesn't know how weak they are. 
he doesn't know that he can literally be throwing volcanoes on them and they might be able to shrug it off. Uh, my final thing is that there are a lot of variables. It's highly situational, <laughs> but Steven wins nine times out of ten. Mm. Uh, if not, maybe a little bit more. <laughs> my vote is I'm 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 a sucker for the Ang Ang hides out theory. I just think it fits with his character <laughs> the most. I think it's in- very character. It's a cheat, but you know what? It is he is evasive. I want to believe that even if they're fighting their hardest. I've, like, seen how these characters fight. And this is what Aang even did against Ozai. Like, he hid in a big rock until he could, you know, do what he needed to do. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. But. But? Right. Like, assuming, in order to get these three to try and kill the other, you would have to convince them that, like, if these other two don't die, like, all of reality collapses or something. Adora would be most willing to kill. Can we talk about that? Adora would be most willing to kill. She has, and she will do it again. That's true. She could just start chopping through the earth with a lot of fierceness. So maybe my Aang hides in the earth theory is not going to work out if they are both going to be fierce. And also, we never put a timer on this thing, but I guess they might feel like maybe they're not going to get distracted and bored because maybe if their mission is that they have to dispatch this person, you know, then I guess... You know, maybe Aang's not going to be able to hide out. So under that, I think I think we're pretty much leaving Steven as the winner then, because I absolutely think he otherwise has the most power. And still, even if Aang tried to hide in the Earth, if Steven could see him and slow down time and run towards him and just like, you know, dismember him. okay, you know, that's it. No more bending. (laughs) (laughs) No more limbs. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a great place to end. (laughs) With a dismembered Aang. If your arms got ripped off, like, you not being able to bend is the least of your concerns. I mean, he could still King Boo me it, I guess, but I never saw Aang bend with his face. So I think that would be a fair way to not have to completely kill Aang. And Steven could probably cauterize the wounds or something, I don't know, and it would be fine. So He'll grow them back later. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. Steven wins with his opponents limbless. Anyway, guys, that's been us on this wild cartoon death battle of ours join us next week until then i'm gc13 i'm sophia i'm ken and i'm david um if you still have uh you know if you still survived this battle then uh like this on oh i'm not not youtube uh then uh give us a rating on apple podcasts leave us a review on itunes later everybody Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com.